Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. Here we tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on, from the technical to the emotional, and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode, and if you haven't already done so, give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. So today I want to talk to you guys about code and why you shouldn't let it control you. Your programming skills are not the most important skill that you need as a game developer. So I want to prove to you that as an indie developer, your creativity and ideas are more important than your coding abilities. A little over a year into development of our commercial project, Veil of Maya, Nikki and I decided to take a small detour from that project because it felt like we were spinning our wheels a little bit and working on something smaller and more immediate sounded like a good way to both boost our motivation and hopefully, honestly, our bank account just a little bit. And this is where we came up with a ridiculous idea, a 90-day game challenge. Spoiler alert, we did not make it in 90 days. And I say it's ridiculous because 90 days is just short enough to feel like the deadline is impossibly close and just long enough to have made us overscope our ideas just a little bit. So you kind of get the worst of both worlds there with that timeline. But being this rushed, while I don't necessarily like it, it has forced me to approach the creation of this game in a very, very different way. I have strong perfectionism problems, and probably diagnosable obsessive-compulsive traits. Nikki's words, not mine. And so what I tend to want is this nice little list of to-do items, where I cross them off one by one, and things go in an easy, linear order. Nikki gives me art, art goes in the engine, I program the functionality that makes that art come to life in the game, and I add polish on top of that. And then I'm done, and that to-do list is over, and I never need to touch that item again. But that isn't how things get done, necessarily. I struggle with things not being linear, and this perfectionism extends especially to my code. I came into Unity with zero prior programming experience, so the biggest hurdle for me with development as a beginner was programming. And when I was new, I kind of thought, if I can get good enough to know how to make anything without help, I'll be unstoppable. And interestingly, I have kind of reached that point. I'm not an expert by any means, but I can generally figure out how to code whatever it is I'm trying to code by myself. And yet, I still feel like a beginner on a lot of levels. But through working on Samurado, I've started to see why I never seem to feel like I've hit that level up that I've really been aching for. The world of programming is filled with a lot of design guidelines, and those guidelines can start to feel like rules that you're supposed to follow. And that's where it becomes a problem. And for me, somehow in my development journey, I got this message stuck in my head that unless I was doing it perfect, unless I was following all of these guidelines, I was doing it quote unquote wrong. Don't nest more than three levels deep. Don't repeat or duplicate code. Rely on abstractions rather than concrete implementations. A client should not be forced to depend on methods it doesn't use. Keep your class open for extension but closed for modification. Decouple your visuals from your logic. Blah, 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 blah. There are dozens of rules like this. And I am here to tell you these are not rules. Okay? I cannot overstate that enough. They're not rules. There are no 
absolutes with any of this stuff, especially when you're an indie developer making a game by yourself and no one will ever see your code but you. And I didn't have time to get stuck in my head about all these rules with Samurado because everything was so rushed. That's why this project has been so helpful for me personally. Now, a little disclaimer, I do want to say that everything I just listed, all of those guidelines, they are helpful. And I might do an episode about the core ones called the solid principles in the future. Maybe we'll see. So I am by no means saying ignore them. But if you try to follow these guidelines for no reason other than because you're supposed to, it can just take all your creative energy and make it bend in on itself. And it's just a mess and you're going to end up getting stuck. There is a time and a place for these guidelines and the solid principles and all these other programming guidelines that you've heard about. They are there to help you keep your code scalable and more maintainable, and they can absolutely save you time. And I'll give you an example. When I was less experienced, let's say I wanted to make an interactable object in the game, like a chest. I would set up this whole script for that chest that worked. And when you would get near the chest, a little message would pop up on the screen that says open chest. And if you pressed the interact key, you'd open the chest, right? But then if I wanted to say, make a door or pull a lever or pick up an object or have any other interactable object in the game, I would have to do all of this work from the ground up again for each of those individual items. Now, I've since learned that obviously that is a case where abstraction would have saved me heaps of time. But if you don't do that, that does not mean that you did it wrong. It means you did it inefficiently. There are some things that if they work, you can just leave them alone. Not everything needs to be refactored and redone and perfected to death. If you are making a video game, putting your ego aside will help you. Your ego is going to want everything to be perfect. Your ego is going to want your game and your code to be critique proof, and that's not possible. Forget about being perfect or making your code impressive and focus on the experience you want your players to have and how you can deliver that. And that takes design skills, not programming skills. Code is there to do a job in your game. There are efficient ways of doing it and inefficient ways of doing it. You will learn efficient ways of doing these tasks over time, I promise you. It is impossible not to get better at coding if you just keep at it. But for now, if it works and your player enjoys the experience that you crafted for them, that can be enough. If you are an indie developer, among other things, you are a marketer, a tester, an entrepreneur, an artist, an animator, a designer, and a programmer. You are not just one thing. Reading design books will help you a lot more than reading programming books will. Programming is a tool to help manifest your design decisions to life. If you're a good programmer, then you're efficient at programming. If you are a bad programmer, maybe you take longer. Maybe you have to reduce some code. But the end result for the player, for the user, will be the same. Here's how I look at it. If you program badly, you do yourself a disservice. If you design badly, you do your entire player base a disservice. And we are all here to figure out the best way to make fun video games for people to play. So 
Hopefully I've helped you zoom out in your perspective just a little bit from the code and be able to breathe a little more easily and focus on what makes your game fun and how to improve that because that is the most important thing that an indie developer can focus on. And that's all I got for you. If you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now because it really, really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thanks so much.